You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. I'm guessing because you clicked play on this episode, you either are a friend who has a friend that's expecting a baby soon that you're excited for her. So you're listening to see how you can love on her. And if that's you, I'm just going to give you a big virtual hug because we need friends like you. But then also you might be a mom or about to be a mom and you're just wanting a refresher or some kind of healthy expectation, or you're wanting to join me in prepping our lives to welcome this beautiful new human into what we call our normal now, which is about to get shooken up a little bit. (laughs) So I'm excited to go through 10 different things that I'm doing or using already or about to start implementing into my life to make this whole transition a little bit more um, easy so we don't have to tap our brakes as often, if that makes sense. So the number one thing Uh, that I'm excited to share are things that I am planning on definitely using again for baby number two. So if you've had a first baby, you might know. And if you're having your first baby, you might giggle or agree or might even disagree. But there are things I registered for or was anticipating using that, to be honest, I never took out of the box. Or I secretly returned because I didn't actually need it. It didn't fit our lifestyle. It just didn't make sense for us. Or honestly, we got several of them. Who knows? But there are several things, though, however, that I have already gotten out anticipating using them again because they were game changers. So I have a few game changers that I'm going to share that I will definitely be using again. Um, Again, every baby is different. So there's going to be some things I can anticipate probably having to switch up because this baby might not take to it the same. But there are several things that I'm going to make baby want to use again because they just rocked my world with how easy and convenient they were. Praise God for technology. I just don't know what our moms did without some of the things. So the first one is kind of a splurge. Um, But this is great to try and find a Black Friday deal that's coming up. Um, You can text the word mama to 33777. We have some really great resources for you if you are a new mom or you need some encouragement. So go ahead and join us over there if you haven't. I'm going to be looking out for great mom deals or baby deals rather uh, for Black Friday and all the different sales coming up. So stay tuned over there because the first one is amazing. It's called the Duna. You probably have seen it. It's kind of like viral online, but it's a car seat slash stroller. So imagine like a transformer, like the movies. You basically can put your baby inside this car seat and then it has wheels that are tucked underneath that you can pop out with a button and then you can pull up a handle and push it like a stroller. But it comes with a base that you leave in your car. So I see moms all the time lugging around a car seat, and I saw a mom yesterday, actually, and I just wanted to go over and help her, but it wouldn't have been healthy for me either. She had her toddler on one hip and then lugging a car seat with her other arm, and I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, like you would totally benefit from a Duna. So if you can get a Duna, or if it's in your budget, great. If not, ask for it for Christmas, or talk to several of your girlfriends, be like, I hate to ask for what I want, but also it's might might be really helpful to get this and think of y'all every time I use it. But could y'all split it? Something like that, being creative, but getting a doona, I promise you, 
is so helpful. Some people don't love it, but I will say majority of the moms I've spoken with either wish they had one or have one and rave about it. The only thing I will say is if you are planning on using the Duna as your as your stroller, like the stroller you would take to the park or whatever, don't. This is not a stroller stroller. This is a run quick errand, go into the grocery store, hop into the post office, um, get it out of the car, roll it into your house kind of thing. Not a leisurely walk stroller. That makes sense. Um, we also loved we also loved the Hatch Sound Machine. You've probably heard of it too. It's this awesome sound machine, lots of different modes. You can turn up the volume. They have um, a light feature so you could turn on different lights if you needed a night light while you're nursing. Or later on, you could use it as a toddler kind of alarm clock. So we're going to start implementing that with Maddox shortly, where if the light is orange or red, it means stay in bed or stay in your room. If it's green, it means you can come out. So we're planning on using that with him when he starts um, transitioning to a toddler bed. But it's amazing. I love it, especially because it's Bluetooth. So we have this hack where if Maddox ever falls asleep in the car, his room is actually like pretty close to our driveway and I can connect the app to the actual hatch sound machine in his room. And it has an app on your phone that you can use to control it. And I go ahead and turn it on so that when we go inside the house and Maddox hopefully stays asleep, I can transition him easily to his crib. But it's just a great way to... um turn up the sound machine without having to go inside their room, um, turn on a light if you go in there in the middle of the night. It just is great. We love it. We actually have one of them in our own room too. <laughs> They're awesome. Um, loved my diaper bag. That's something that I'm not going to get a new diaper bag for baby number two. They're just going to share the same one. It's going to be packed and loaded and that's okay. But I have the fawn design diaper bag. It's beautiful. It's gray and leather and has just honestly stood up to the test. It has had wear and tear. We have taken it on like almost 20 something flights. Um, it has been through a lot. It's carried a lot. It's had rotten bananas at the bottom. <laughs> it's easy to clean. There's so many different pockets for storage. I can tell you exactly where something is because of the different pockets that it has. Um, it's just great and we love it. I will say that there is a dupe on Amazon that I have had several of my friends get an attempt to maybe save some money and their dupe fell apart in a few months, whether the straps broke off or things started like breaking, ripping, whatnot. Just want to let you know. So if you can get the fun design bag or the real deal or something similar, but I promise you, uh, like what you spend, you'll see it. I mean, if you save money, it's great. You'll save money, but you probably will end up replacing it and spending the same amount anyways is my kind of theory with nice baby stuff. So those are the three that we love, love, love. I have a full registry up on my website, rachelautry.com. I'll link it in the show notes as well for you. But if you're a new mom and you're wanting like my full registry, all the things, huge list with links included or promo codes included if I have one or I could find one, uh, have an entire list of all the things we used year one of Maddox. And I'm happy to share it with you. So I'll link that in the show notes so that you can go ahead and hop over, um, either get it for you or for a friend. But I pray and hope that kind of is helpful because the registry process was really overwhelming and I didn't know. So I just registered for everything. But hindsight being 2020, I have a lot more clarity on what was worth it and what wasn't. Yada, yada. So I hope that helps you. Um, okay. 
So that's the things that I'll be using again. Number two, I'm going to make a list of my tribe, my people in my village. You know, I mentioned this in another episode, um, the one with Emily a few episodes ago when we talked about being a working mom. It is so helpful to have a note in your phone, as robotic as the sounds, of people that you know are going to be there for you. These are your ride or dies. These are the people that are going to show up when you need someone to hold your screaming baby and take a shower and you can just like turn off your mind for a second. These are going to be the people that you can just like whip out the top section and start nursing if you have to. These are going to be people that you just ask, hey, can you make extra for dinner tonight and bring some over or drop it off? The people that you know are going to be in your corner. For some reason, for me personally, it's hard to think of these people in the moments that I need them. My brain is cluttered. I'm distracted. I feel um, just really torn apart and I can't think through my list of who to text. And in this moment, like I said, as robotic as the sounds, I want to be able to have a list that I made from a moment of clarity to be able to say, okay, I can text Sarah. Sarah can be my dinner girl (laughs) if I forget to throw something in the oven. Or if there's a night that somebody hasn't signed up to bring us dinner, which by the way, get somebody to make you a meal train. Thank me later. If you don't know what meal train is, we will link that in the show notes as well. It's great. Have a friend make that for you before baby. Um, People can sign up to bring you dinner and supper and it's just so helpful. Okay. Um, I want to have a list of people I can go to and revisit on the days that things are hard. Maybe have somebody who can come walk your dog or mow your lawn or have someone who can bring you a Chick-fil-A lemonade when you're really freaking craving it. Like you need these people in your corner. Um, So have a running list of people so that in those moments you're not frustrated, can't think of anybody, and just at that point don't ask for help because help is necessary in your village. They want to be there for you. I promise you. Um, Speaking of meals, that leads me to my number three. I'm going to make myself some of my own freezer meals. In addition to freezing meals, I'm also going to freeze little smoothie prep packages. Um, So think of like big Ziploc bags that have like frozen meat, already marinated or something like that, that I can just throw into a crock pot at the beginning of the day, have it cook throughout the day and be ready to eat by six. Something simple, something easy. You can also make this in the, um, I want to say throw awayable. (laughs) I don't know the word. This is pregnancy brain. Get basically one of the casserole dishes that you can just toss once you're finished using it. Okay. You know, I'm talking about the tinfoil ones. Okay. Get one of those and make a casserole and freeze it and then be able to bring it out the night before, pop it in your refrigerator to dethaw. Um, not dethaw. Wow. Do you see what I mean? My pregnancy brain? Wild. To thaw or defrost and then put it in your oven whenever you're ready to cook it that next night. So helpful. My mom made some of these for me. So if you have someone in your life that you could delegate this to, do it, do it, do it. Um, I'm gonna actually going to ask Teresa, my mother, if she can send me the link because she has some kind of like I don't know. I don't even know if it's a subscription or whatnot, but she has a thick binder at her house full of freezer meals ready to go at a moment's notice that she makes her friends or people in her life that she knows could benefit from one. So I'm going to see if she could send me the link to where she found all of them because there's a lot and I think they could help you um, cater to any kind of type of family dietary needs or whatnot. The smoothies, I like to go ahead and chop up veggies, fruits, 
whatever, and keep coconut water or almond milk or any kind of other liquid on hand to be able to throw into a blender in the mornings. I feel like it helps me a lot with my nutrition. I feel a lot more rejuvenated. I feel, especially whenever you're just like snacking around the clock in the beginning, if you choose to breastfeed, I just felt like I could not get full. Smoothies helped a ton, especially throwing in some protein powder. So you do you, boo. But I'm going to be making myself some smoothie prep packages. <laughs> and I just do that in um, like the sandwich bag, Ziploc bags, or some kind of little baggie. You just throw it in into the freezer. It's super easy. If you are local to Birmingham, also check out Ashley Max. They're like one of my favorite restaurants um, for a quick lunch with friends. It's like where I go to meet up with all my girls. But they have an entire wall of refrigerators and freezers with pre-prepped meals or side dishes or whatever. This is great to go get your friends if they're going through something in their own life, but it's great to stock up for yourself too. They've got like yummy poppy seed chicken and pasta dishes and just great stuff. So if you're local to Birmingham or around the area and you can get yourself to an Ashley Max, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Number four, this is a postpartum need that is so funny because it's it's one of those things I start talking about and people are like, what? Um, but they just stick with me. They are called pad sickles. So whether you had a vaginal birth or a C-section and you're going through recovery, doesn't matter which route, I promise you pad sickles are going to change your life. They are a combination of basically a maxi pad that is drenched in aloe, witch hazel, and then a few drops of lavender oil. And it is a healing concoction, some kind of unicorn dust, I don't know, that gave me so much relief. Um, I just changed them out frequently. And the greatest part is you freeze them. So I have a video that I followed from a girl I found on Instagram. So I will link that in the show notes as well if you want to go ahead and prep some of these with me. But um, I made padsicles for myself. And then if I have friends, whether they're here or long distance, I Amazon Prime them the neat, like the resources to make their own because they are amazing just like really relieving. You can put them on your incision. You can put them on your hiney, what, like whatever you just need to ice. It is amazing. Keep them in your freezer. <laughs> I remember I had some leftover and we had, this is while we had Maddox while Thomas was in pilot training and we had some guys come over and try and go get ice cream out of our freezer. And they were greeted with frozen breast milk and padsicles. And they're like, why do you have pads in your freezer? And Thomas was like, just don't ask, dude, just don't ask. <laughs> One day it'll make sense, but not today. I'm not going to explain it. Um, so I guess they kind of came to their own, you know, idea of what it was for, but I'm telling y'all they're game changers. So do this for yourself or do this for a friend. Something that I had to come to terms with, um, which was so strange because I was so proud of my body for doing the dang thing, like pushing out a baby, growing a human, like creating it from this little tiny seed. That's so cool. But on the other half, I was also like, if I removed myself from my body, I was proud of my body. But if I put myself back inside my body, I fell out of body. If that makes sense. Um, not that I wasn't proud. I just was uncomfortable. I didn't really know myself. Well, I had new marks and scars. I had new stretchy parts of me, different areas that I once loved. I didn't know how I felt about. And then there were other areas that I was really excited to have. So like just your body changing so much. Um, and then you add the hormones and the chemicals that are running through your body rampant postpartum 
getting dressed in the morning was really hard. So I stayed in my pajamas a lot because not only were they comfortable, they were easy to nurse in. I just was home a lot. And I do think that there's something to be said about being comfortable. But I also think that I um, felt, I don't know how to say this without being vain, but y'all get me. I just felt more like myself when I could throw on some lip gloss, like (laughs) throw on some mascara, lip gloss, and a real deal outfit. And I was a new Rachel. And so getting dressed is something that's important to me this round too. Like I want to make it an effort, of course, to have grace for myself. If I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. But I want to be able to have something in my wardrobe I'm excited to wear. Now, I'm not saying go out and buy a whole bunch of stuff. That is not what I'm saying. In fact, I'm saying the opposite, that there are really cool subscriptions and programs out there that allow you to borrow or rent clothes. And then you just return them when you're done with them. Or if you change your mind or if you no longer like it or if you're tired of wearing it or if your body changes again, it's amazing. Um, it's called Newly. That's the one I use, at least. There's plenty out there. Do your research. But I use Newly. I've been using it since I was pregnant with Maddox. So going on three years. It's in N-U-U-L-Y, and I'll actually put a discount link in our show notes that gives you $10 off your first month if you wanted to give it a try. Sometimes that link jumps up to more, but I do know it stays at 10 um, pretty much all the time. But they've got free people, anthropology, made well, like tons of stuff. And as much as I say, like, you're going to want to go for the cute things, you get to pick out six to eight pieces a month for, I think, $88 plus tax and shipping, I think. Don't quote me. Don't quote me. This will all be in the show notes, I promise. But it's amazing. I love it. Newly, sponsor an episode, please. We love you. Uh, But I have just found it to be so much fun and refreshing to pick out pieces that match what I want to wear, how I feel about my body, and what the weather's doing outside every single month. So it's a monthly rotation. Really great. Um, I would say they have tons of great, cute, comfortable options oversized sweaters that you could throw on with some jeans that are maybe one or two sizes bigger than your normal size like on your body get what you want makes you feel good I'm telling you number five rent some clothes okay uh number six is more practical um more of a suggestion really I suggest packing for the hospital early last time we kind of packed for the hospital, kind of didn't. Like my hospital bag wasn't really ready to go. And I got sent to labor and delivery at 39 weeks because my blood pressure was really high. They wanted to test me for preeclampsia. So they told me they were going to do some blood work and I needed to go over to the hospital to labor and delivery for the blood work. And in my mind, I imagined this being like I'm sitting in a lab and they're just drawing my blood and then telling me if I have preeclampsia or not and then checking me in or admitting me if I needed to. No, 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 no. I get there. They put me in a wheelchair. I'm not in labor, y'all. Like, I'm not. They put me in a wheelchair. They wheel me up to labor and delivery, hook me up to monitors and process me, take my insurance, ask me about my birth plan, put me in a hospital gown in a bed and told me not to move. And I was like, are you kidding me? I didn't eat dinner. So this happened around like 4.30. I got admitted around 4.45, 5 o'clock. Didn't eat dinner. I didn't know. I just didn't know anything. Thomas, by the grace of God, was his flight that afternoon got canceled. So he actually came with me to the appointment. And this is during COVID time. So he couldn't go into the actual clinic with me, but he stayed in the car and like chauffeured me there. 
and was in rainbows and his pajamas, like rainbow flip-flops and his pajamas. And I was like, what? We didn't have a car seat. We didn't have my go bag. We didn't have anything. Phone chargers, nada. So you best believe they discharged us because I did not have preeclampsia. We went home, false alarm, and we packed our bags that night because I was so scared that any time you start going to even your doctor's appointment after 38-ish weeks, it is very is very much an option that you could be sent to the hospital and not come home without a baby. So this time I'm going to pack my bags a little early. And I actually have a blog post on rachelautry.com of what I packed and what I actually used. Like I made notes. I went back and edited the blog post after having Maddox to kind of say, here's what I actually used. Here's what I won't pack next time. And here's what I wish I would have packed. Super helpful. I'll link that in the show notes for you too. But y'all pack your hospital bag early if you're 36 weeks plus. Just do it in case. Um, Number seven, I'm going to be freshening up on some breastfeeding classes with some good resources. There's a lot of awesome ones out there. Hopefully you have a great lactation consultant in your area. If not, I would suggest what's called Simply Fed. I will link this in the show notes as well, but it is actually free for anybody with TRICARE. But if you don't have TRICARE, which is military insurance, I'm sure you can see if your insurance is covered and offered. But it's a great uh, resource online. It takes you through a few little PowerPoints and classes. Um, it connects you with a lactation consultant virtually. It's 24-7. So if you have any questions at any point about pumping, nursing, latch, whatever, great option. I'll put that there for you. Um, speaking of nursing, number eight is I'm going to start putting together nursing bins for Maddox. One of the resources I follow online on Instagram, I wish I could remember who it was. Of course, it'll come to me as soon as I stop recording. So I'll link it in the show notes if I can think of it. But basically, they said this fun idea, which is, it's genius, but it's also not genius. Like, this is a great idea. But to put together a box of really fun new toys for your toddler or your big kid that they get to play with and use only when you're feeding the baby. So whether you're bottle or breastfeeding, great option because obviously you're occupied. And it's kind of funky, I feel like, to try and mom with one hand already. I can't imagine holding another child in the other. <laughs> and maybe if they're connected to your body, that adds a whole new scale of discomfort, awkward, and you want to give your kids the attention they need, right? So I'm going to put together these boxes for Maddox where he can only play with them when I'm nursing the baby. And if as soon as I'm done nursing, he puts his box up. Um, So hopefully he starts having a good relationship with me nursing. Hopefully he gets excited instead of jealous. I don't know how this is going to go. I'm going about this a little bit hesitant, but that's a good resource somebody said. So I'm going to go ahead and prep those, obviously. And then number nine with like boxes and prepping and whatnot. I did this with Maddox, our last, well, I mean, obviously our last baby. Um, And this was really sweet and I loved and enjoyed doing it. But we made nurses. What is it? What did I call them? Like thank you baskets for the nurses. They told me to make several, like two different bigger baskets because I was going to be going to labor delivery and then a postpartum wing, which I actually never got transferred to a postpartum wing at my last hospital. 
strange, but maybe it was like a COVID thing. I don't know. So I was in the same room the whole time with like pretty much the same rotation of nurses. Praise God, they were all amazing. And I made friends with them. But I loved putting together these nurse baskets. So imagine basically big treats, Um, whether it was candy, caffeine, I'd put in liquid IV. Um, I think I have a picture of what I used last time. So if I can find it, I'll put that in the show notes for you too for some inspiration. But you can also Google or Pinterest this. There's lots of great options out there. You can do, um, I did dry shampoo, anything that you think that they would want in the break room, basically, and then include a picture of your family or a Christmas card, which is probably something we'll try and do if we can make it work or some kind of thank you note. Just to let them know they're appreciated. Nurses rock. And labor and delivery nurses, especially y'all rock. You see some stuff. We share some moments of our lives, very emotional, vulnerable, potentially traumatic moments of our lives where I'm like, the least I can do is like give you some treats. Okay. So I'm going to put together some more nurses baskets. And then last but not least that I am really excited about. I did this last time and it was amazing and I'll be doing it again. Like a lot of these other things. I'm going to get my house deep cleaned several times before baby. I don't know what it was about me. Maybe it's like instinct or it's just like innate for a mom to come home and it's like nesting, but on a giant scale where I feel like I just felt like I saw everything in my house that was nasty or danger or whatnot. Um, And it helped me know that it had been cleaned or it might be cleaned again or whatever. So I'm going to get my house deep cleaned a few times before. I'm talking baseboards, blinds, like refrigerator, all the things. I'm just going to delegate that. If you are listening and you are not the one having a baby, but want to treat someone having a baby, this is a great gift option, especially if you're long distance. See if you can find somebody in the area that seems reputable that you could trust that's in your budget to come and clean your friend's home. Ask her when she would not be home because I feel like it's kind of awkward sometimes to have someone in your home cleaning it while you're there. (laughs) That's not a case. Get somebody that you feel like she'd be comfortable with and get her home clean. That would be a great option. Or girlfriend, if you're listening and you're the one having a baby, be brave enough to ask one of your friends to pitch in and do that for you. Um, or have your actual friend come do it for you. If it's not in the budget, get creative. But I promise you having a clean home that you're coming home to after a baby, it doesn't matter if you left the bed unmade or whatnot, but having like clean shower, clean toilet, clean baseboards, mopped floors recently, all the things gave me a peace of mind. I cannot even describe. So we will be getting the house deep cleaned before. There's a lot. There's a lot more that I could say too, but these are just like the few simple things that matter to me. And a lot of these things that I'm reviewing with you today, 10 of them, they all come from the value of wanting a comfortable environment, Um, whether it was the padsicles and like literally wanting to be comfortable or it was getting my house deep cleaned or it was renting clothes that I know I'm going to be confident and comfortable in, but comfort is a value to me. So I would suggest instead of just taking these 10 and riding with them on your own, which you are more than welcome to do, think about what you value in your life. Is it people? Like, do you need the people to be over at your house swarming you? For me, it was a no. (laughs) I happily would just have Thomas, myself, and Maddox and baby, and we could just live in a cocoon for the rest of our lives. That's not healthy, so I won't be doing that. But I don't value people like some people value people. So think about the things that you value 
that are going to bring you joy in life, that are going to take away stress and be helpful, um, that are going to bring you peace. Think about those things and going ahead and prepping for that in your season for welcoming your baby or welcoming your friend's baby to her. Think about what she's values in life. This is what's going to actually, I think, create some margin for you to soak up these memories and to remember this season as calm and peaceful like we would hope and intend for it to instead of the chaotic, life-altering, traumatic that it can be if I feel like we don't prep well because we never know how life is going to happen. So I hope this was helpful. I'm so excited for you and for me and for us and for whoever you're listening for because having and welcoming a baby into your world is so beautiful and so much fun. Um, And of course, all these are bonus. All you need is love, which sounds like it should be on like a Hobby Lobby poster. But for real, all you need is love. You need your people. You need a village and you need food. Okay. (laughs) Everything else is secondary. I promise. Your main goal is to brush your teeth, feed yourself, feed your baby. Just keep everyone alive. Okay. But we got this. And by the grace of Jesus, we will remember these days with fond memories. And I am so excited. Again, celebrating you big time. And if there's anything I can do, any question I can answer or try to give any kind of advice, I am not an expert. I've just only done it once. I'm about to try it again. We will see. I will report back. But these are the things I'm using. If you need any help or, like I said, encouragement or advice, please do not hesitate to reach out to us at Behind the Bliss or myself by emailing me at rachel at rachelautry.com or head over to Instagram. I'm there at rachel.autry. You can message me and I would love to connect with you and encourage you in whatever you're needing encouragement in. But you're precious and we got this and we're in it together, linking arms, and I can't wait to see you on the other side. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.